Hello, hello. I'm Jessica, and this is the How I Met Myself podcast, a show where we talk about the journey of self-discovery and finding your purpose in life. After years of feeling stuck, I finally found clarity around my purpose. Now, I'm going after my dream, sharing my story here, and bringing you conversations with healers and spiritual teachers to help inspire and guide you to your purpose. Join me and start building the life you're meant to live. Hello, hello, it's Jessica, and welcome back to the How I Met Myself podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am thrilled to be here with you today. Today, I actually have a different sort of episode for you. I am starting a new series that I'm calling Musings, and Musings is going to be a series of episodes that are a bit more informal. With my other solo episodes, I do a lot of planning and preparation. I usually actually, you know, first come up with the topic, then I will do an outline, and then from there I will you know, actually even start to script out what I'm going to say because I do much better when I have a plan to follow. And that's worked really well so far. The episodes that I've done are, you know, pretty cohesive. There's a beginning, middle, and end. There's uh, very specific points that I'm trying to make. And the script or the outline really helps me do that in a succinct way. But I also wanted a format that just allowed me to share what was really just on my mind at this moment because there's so many things that are just coming up all the time and I want to share that with you guys because, you know, in the very first episode, I talked about how I am, you know, still very much on the journey and my promise to you was that I would bring you along with me on the journey and share the things that are running through my mind, the challenges that I'm facing, how I'm navigating those, the lessons I'm learning along the way. That was my promise to you is that I would share all of that because I know how isolating it can be when you're on the journey. And I really want this podcast to be a companion for you as you walk the path. So the way I'm thinking about these episodes is I want to keep it really casual. Think about it as almost like you're having a conversation with your girlfriend. We're bouncing ideas off each other. I'm sharing what has been going on in my life, what's on my my mind, the challenges I'm navigating, and we just kind of talk about it openly. And hopefully by hearing my thought process and how I'm working through things, it can actually help you as you consider similar things that are happening in your life. Okay, so like I said, today is going to be much more free-flowing. I have only written a couple of notes, but I am really excited to hear your feedback after this episode, how you think it went, do you want me to continue doing it? And honestly, if it didn't work, then that's totally fine and we'll scrap it. Okay, so the first thing that I wanted to talk about today is Boundaries. Boundaries, such a loaded term, I feel, but being a parent and working is really hard. And I'm sure all of the parents out there are just nodding along because it's it's very difficult and it takes a lot of work to 
really find the right balance for you personally and also for your family. For me, I've actually been a stay-at-home mom for the majority of the time that I have been a parent, really until launching this podcast. I have mostly been at home with my kids. I did do a consulting project for a couple of months for a company, and it was kind of a way for me to get my toes wet to see how I liked working and being a mom if it was something I was going to be able to juggle. But it was actually not really the best test, so to speak, because it was very flexible. And the team that I was working with, they weren't super engaged in the project that I was doing for them. I was oftentimes having to really chase them down. So it definitely was not like an experiment in what it was really going to be like to be a working mom. But in starting this podcast, I have gotten a real taste for what it's like to work and be a mom. And I kind of went into it not realizing that it was going to be so full-time. But I think anytime you're figuring something out on your own, it's an entrepreneurial effort for me. It's a lot of work. And it has taken so much time. And I've loved it. But it is very time-consuming to learn how to create a podcast, to write all of the content, to record, to edit, to create social media content for it. There's so much that goes into it. And I take it very seriously because it's something that I'm passionate about and I want to do a good job. I want to create something that I can be proud of and that people are going to be drawn to listen to. So it kind of became a full-time job very unexpectedly as I started working on it. And I wasn't really prepared to have that kind of demand on my schedule and continue to meet all the obligations that I have as a parent. I'm very lucky in that I have childcare. I have my husband who's very supportive and a very involved father, but I am really starting to feel that mom guilt and I'm having to toil with the question of how much do I really want to be working versus how much do I want to be parenting and, you know, my kids are still young and I want to be able to do some of those school drop-offs and pickups and volunteer in their classrooms and take them to activities and put them down for their naps and bedtime and all of the things, right? And so I know that parents everywhere are like, yeah, this is something that we've all had to figure out. And I totally get that. This is not like a new problem, but it is the first time that I'm having to figure it out. And part of what's making it even harder for me is that the pressure is on me to decide. There is no employer in this case. This is my podcast, and I get to set the deadlines. I get to decide how much I'm working and how often I'm releasing new episodes. And I am a person that has generally set pretty high expectations for myself. But I also said when I first started this project that I wanted to make sure that it wasn't going to be something that was stressing me out, that it was actually like a net positive in my life and that it was a joy to do it. And so I think that if it becomes something where it's actually causing me more 
stress or pressure that is having a negative impact on other aspects of my life, then it's not worth it to me. So I am really grappling with how do I strike the balance? What are the boundaries that I want to set so that I am making this podcast something that is still very enjoyable for me because I really do love it. And it's been such a great creative outlet for me. I'm loving connecting with the listeners. And at the same time, I have an idea of the kind of mother that I want to be. And I don't want these years while my children are young to pass me by. And then I wake up five years from now and really regret not having been more involved when I really had the opportunity to do that. So I think because I have the choice and that choice is falling completely on me, there's, like I said, no employer, there's no one else dictating it for me, it's forcing me to get really clear on my priorities and that is a challenge. There's no question that I am struggling with it because I have these two competing priorities And I would love to be able to do both and do both really well. And something that I've been thinking a lot about as I've been trying to figure out what the right schedule is going to be for my family and for me is comparison culture. What I mean is I think that we often have a tendency to look externally when we're trying to make these kinds of decisions And we look at what other people are doing and we say, oh, wow, this mom over here is doing every school drop off and she's there every day picking up her kids and she's taking them to all of their activities. And it can really put an idea in your head that you should be doing that too. I actually just recently had a friend who she was not able to pick up her daughter one day from school. And she was really, really upset about this. She said, you know, she always picks up her daughter from school and she was so worried about what her daughter was going to think when somebody else was there to pick her up. And she was really beating herself up over this. And it caught me sort of in my head a little bit like, well, I don't do every single school pickup. Am I a bad mom? And that is what I mean when I say comparison culture. And it's just, it's a really unhealthy way of thinking. And, you know, the flip side is also true, right? We might have a friend who is just really crushing it at her job. She's always getting promoted and she has all of this professional success. And that might make us feel like we should be working harder or that we need to be more career focused. But the truth is what we really need to do is tune out what other people are doing and really turn inward and ask ourselves, what are our priorities? What is it that we want to be focusing on? You know, there are different seasons of life and sometimes we are going to be more career focused and other times we might be more focused on our responsibilities in the family. So we really just need to look at our own situation and figure out what is right for us in this moment. In a recent episode with Jessica Turney, who I interviewed, she, if you didn't listen to the episode, she's a health coach and she left behind her 
career at LinkedIn, which was a very blossoming corporate career, and instead pursued this uh, entrepreneurial health coaching business. And part of the reason that she was really driven to do that is because she was lead parent. Her husband works in a very rigorous job that has him traveling internationally for, you know, a week at a time. And so she was really having to grapple with how much could she be working when she had these other responsibilities. And not only were they responsibilities, but she really wanted to be a very involved parent. And in fact, she chose to send her her younger son to only a half-day school program instead of a full day because she wanted that extra time with him, even though she was in the midst of starting her own coaching business. So when I heard that, it really got me thinking about boundaries and how in the case of people who work in more independent jobs or entrepreneurial jobs, we do have the agency to define the boundaries. And if you can move away from comparison culture and the expectations that other people maybe put on us, there's really nothing more liberating than that. Something else that can come up when we're considering the boundaries that we want to define for ourselves is the expectations that we feel coming from other people. I think for me, you know, my mom has definitely implied that she thinks it would be best if I stayed at home and was with the kids full time, at least for the first five years of their lives. And I know that she's well-intentioned, you know, she was a stay-at-home mom, and so I think she just thinks this is, like, what's in the best interest of the kids. And she doesn't fully understand that, you know, I have this passion, this drive to create this podcast. And so I've had to really make sure that I'm not allowing her voice to get in my head too much and that I'm really staying true to what I want, what I believe is right for me, for my family. And yes, I can hear what other people say. I can consider it. But ultimately, I'm the one deciding. Okay, so if you are in this situation where you're not really loving your work-life balance and you want to redefine the boundaries, here's what you need to do. Really turn inward. Tune out what other people are doing. It doesn't matter. Your family, your career, that is what you need to be focused on. And take a moment to sit down and really ask yourself what your priorities are at this particular moment of your life. And priorities change, and that's okay. So for me, what I'm having to do is go through that exercise And really ask myself, what are the things that are non-negotiable for me when it comes to being a mom that I don't want to miss? Is it that I want to be able to do three out of the five school drop-offs each week? Is it that I really want to put my daughter down for her nap at least twice a week? Or take my son to his soccer practice? What are the things that are the highest value to me? 
that I really do not want to miss when it comes to being a mom. And for me, it always helps when I write things down. It's just easier to see it laid out on paper. So I'm actually writing down these things that I don't want to miss. And I also have to really get clear on the expectations that I'm setting for myself with the podcast. I need to determine which days I'm working on it, how many hours am I working on it, and really come up with a schedule that works for me. Because right now, what we've been doing has not been working. I, as I said, you know, I kind of jumped into this and it sort of very quickly became like a full-time job and I hadn't really made any changes to my other job, my job as mom. And so I was trying to do it all. And I think that's where a lot of parents get into trouble is that we try to take on too much and it can really be very depleting to us and we have no time for self-care or any of the other things that we need to take care of in our lives. I know for me, as much as I am loving working on this podcast, I have definitely had to cut back on my self-care and it's noticeable that I'm not doing it. And so I need to figure out a way to carve out time for that. So as I'm developing my schedule, I am making sure to plan for some moments of self-care. And I really urge people, regardless of what your work situation or your parenting situation is, to make sure you are at least prioritizing some form of self-care some of the time. Because I think that we often only think about our work and our role as parents and we sort of forget about ourselves and I think we all know that that is just a recipe for disaster. So first thing that I'm doing is getting clear about my priorities when it comes to parenting. Of course there's the things that I have to do and then there are the things that I want to do and that I'm not willing to miss. And then I'm doing the same with the podcast and really setting the expectations for my own work schedule. And I'm also making sure to plan out some time for self-care. And I'm also doing a bit of journaling on what expectations are coming from other people and what are the expectations that are actually my own. I think the act of labeling these is very, very important. So I would recommend that you get out your journal and even if you just write a page or two, it will really help you get clear on what is yours and what is coming from somebody else. These exercises just give me so much clarity. And then I can come to my husband with a really clear set of priorities and we can have a conversation and a dialogue about how we're going to make this work. And I know once we come up with the schedule, everything is going to flow so much more smoothly because we will each know what our different roles and responsibilities are each day. And it just takes all of the stress out of the situation. I mean, even for our kids, then they can really come to expect when each one of us is going to be, you know, picking them up, dropping them off, or participating in their different activities. So it's just a huge win all around. I'm sort of speaking as if I've already done this and I haven't, I still need to, 
but it's it's something that's been on my mind and I wanted to share with you guys because I know that this is going to be so helpful and I am hoping that it can help other people too who might be listening who may be facing a similar situation. Okay, I want to talk about another type of boundary that has also been on my mind. Since launching the podcast, I have gotten so much incredible feedback from people People who I don't even know if they overhear me talking about the podcast, they'll jump in and share ideas or offer to connect me with somebody who is doing something in a related field, or I've also gotten great feedback from friends and people that are parents at my son's school, and it's been so amazing to have that kind of support. And at the same time, it has been an exercise in staying true to myself. When people give you feedback, you want to take the time to really process it and think about how it fits into your thinking. But just because someone gives you feedback doesn't mean you have to take it. And so for me, this is also a lesson in developing my personal agency, which is a big theme for me in my life and specifically in this time of my life. So it's been a really good exercise, I think, with doing the podcast because I am getting a lot of feedback and I'm really grateful for that feedback. And I've put a lot of the feedback that I have received into place. But I have also had to use my own filter and make sure that I am really honoring what I believe is right because this podcast is a creation. It's my creation. It's it's authentically mine. And it would not be something that I would be proud of or would feel comfortable sharing with the world if it was actually just a reflection of other people's feedback. So I bring this up because I think it's important for everyone to kind of consider the input that they're getting from other people and making sure that you're really taking the time to categorize it as input from other people and not necessarily coming from yourself, and then really processing it and deciding for yourself if it's something that you want to implement. You can almost think of feedback as a temptation or a test of your own personal agency and intuition. And it's kind of like a gut check where you're really meant to check in with yourself and make sure that the feedback is aligned with your own vision. It's very empowering to define that for yourself. So much of this journey of finding our purpose and really getting to a place of deeper self-understanding is learning how to be really honest with ourselves honest with ourselves about what is our vision and what is maybe coming from somebody else. I can remember when I first started working on the podcast, I had all these different ideas and I was starting to develop one of the episodes and I was talking to my husband about it. And he was super supportive, very enthusiastic. He had a lot of ideas as well. But I remember as he was talking, I started to get a little bit confused about what was actually my idea versus what was his. And I had to pause for a minute and really ask myself, like, what do I believe? He's telling me what he believes. 
and that's great. But I need to decide for myself because, again, this podcast is a reflection of me. It's my creation, not his. And so as much as I value his feedback and I love to bounce ideas off of him, I sort of needed to just take a pause in that moment and come back to my original idea. And so I literally said to him, hey, can we just take a break because I'm getting a little bit confused. And that's really all it took. And I just want to say that doing that has not always been easy for me. In fact, for large periods of my life, I have been very influenced by him and other people that are close to me. And while there is nothing wrong with hearing other people out and having guidance and support from others, it is very important that we learn to cultivate that connection with our own intuition and that we build that self-trust muscle because ultimately we are the ones who know best and it just takes a bit of practice and courage to listen to yourself. If you're like me and this is hard for you, just practice. The best thing you can do is take a moment when you're feeling like you're being bombarded with feedback from other people. Just take a pause so that you can just clarify for yourself what your beliefs are versus what is coming from an external source. Once you start to do that, it is so empowering. We all have personal agency to set the boundaries that we need in place in order to function best, in order to create things that are authentically ours. And I'm really starting to see how setting those boundaries is a fundamental part of this journey of self-discovery. Because when we're in control and we're using our personal agency, that's when we're being really honest with ourselves and we're living in alignment. And then everything else starts to flow. Okay, my friends, I am going to leave it there for now. That was our first Musings episode all about boundaries. I can't wait to hear your feedback. What did you think about this new format? Did it work for you? Or how could I adapt it for the future? Send me a DM to let me know. It's underscore how I met myself on Instagram. And if this episode did resonate with you, It would mean so much to me if you would rate and review the podcast or share it with somebody you love. I would be so, so appreciative. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I will see you next time.